Hi, welcome to an episode of Marriage on a Tightrope. I'm Katie. I'm Alan. And we're still married. That's cute. It is cute. It's I hope little, it's our tag, our tagline, our catchphrase. It's only been our tagline for five years. Well, I think every marriage can say with certainty, if you've made it five years, you're gonna make it forever. Is that, is that? <laughs> I'm maybe sure no? that's Yes. We're getting the, the YouTube channel started off on a falsifiable <laughs> note. That's okay. That's all right. That's always the best way to start your very first episode, Alan. That's right. That's right. We're excited to be with you. We are Alan and Katie Mount. We are the hosts of this channel and podcast, Marriage on a Tightrope. Uh, we've been around for almost, it's been five and a half years already. And this is the first, we've done a number of video podcasts on other people's streams, but this is the official launch of the Marriage on a Tightrope video podcast uh, for your viewing pleasure where video can be found. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Omegle. <laughs> you have the voice. I don't have the voice. But you have the face and the body. Am I, I getting awkward already? I don't, but that's okay <laughs> because we're just a bunch of middle-aged that's right. adults. And at this point, we're just happy that we're still here. A lot like alive or married? I mean both. both. A yes. little bit of both. Yes. Well, we What is this marriage on a tightrope, Katie? Yeah, let me explain it. So about five and a half years ago, like Alan um said, we started a podcast. And the tagline, opening tagline of our podcast in those days, we did we had this, I think for like two years. Um, on our episodes. It was Marriage on a Tightrope explores how couples can strengthen their relationship when one partner uh, experiences a shift in religious belief. That's the short version of what we are, who we are. Now, we may know <laughs> a little bit about that. We might know. Because we went through this ourselves. And that, that's why we're, we're talking uh, from experience. And we are not experts in this field, but we Meaning. are experts in this relationship. We are experts in the relationship. We do not have a doctorate or master's. I barely got a bachelor's uh, <laughs> in, any, in anything. No, no. D's get degrees. D's got degrees, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm in sales. So can you, can you tell? Anyway, uh, we wanted to tell you in this first introductory episode just a little bit about our story and what we've built as far as a mixed faith uh, mar marriage in a tightrope community up to this point, and what to expect from the channel. So buckle in, turn it to 1.5 speed, and we'll see you on the, on the I flippy don't even, flop. You know what? I don't even recognize myself on normal speed anymore. That's I don't, true. I don't listen to my to our episodes, but every once in a while when I when I pull one up, I always listen to it on like 1.5 speed and it just sounds so much better. That's so. right. That's right. So Katie, first, maybe I think a good place to start is maybe you can you can not quite see behind us because it's getting a little dark, but we are in the beautifully green area of Utah in northern Utah that may tell you a little bit about the religious background that we were raised in. That's right. So tell tell the wonderful people of YouTube, Facebook, and Omegle where... <laughs> what is Omegle? It's a place where you go to like randomly meet people and, and you click next and then a random person connects to you. It's it's stupid. That and sounds I, horrifying. And no, it is. I, apparently you just see a lot of uh, male genitalia. But let's move on. 
So, Alan, uh, I'm so are sorry. we going to be censored for that? Uh, we may be demonetized on our first episode, but that's okay. So Katie, tell everybody kind of <laughs> yeah. how we met and what got this whole mixed faith thing going. Sure. Okay. So Alan and I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's how we were both raised. The Mormons. The Mormons, yes. And we both served a mission for, and a mission is, I mean, if any of you have seen those missionaries with a white shirt and black pants and a little plaque on them. Hello, they, my name is Elder Matt. That is the, so probably the seen, most popular. If you've seen the Book of Mormon musical, yes. we were missionaries, not together, meaning we weren't missionary we weren't companions, like but we did meet in the missionary training center that does exist outside of the Book of Mormon musical in Provo, Utah, about 40 minutes south of us, uh, where we currently are seated. And, and we, we both met. went to Barcelona, Spain on yes, that mission. Did. Barcelona. And so I think that it adds a little bit of a layer of difficulty going through uh, what we went through. And we'll get to that because uh, we knew each other on the mission. We taught people. We brought them to Christ. Mm. Or at least we we that's what we were thinking we were doing. That's, that's what I, I thought I was doing. I don't know if that's actually was the result I of any of the works we made. Vessel. Work we made. Yeah, you were a vessel. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of a little bit about us. We got married in two thousand and four, and uh, just started having our family. And it wasn't until about two thousand and seventeen. So we've been married a good amount of time before some things started happening. That's right. In 2017, uh, we will share more details about this uh, in future episodes. But in 2017 is when I experienced some very heavy doubts based on initially some additional information that I was learning about the church, specifically about church history. And that led me to do a lot more than just educate myself, but really think hard and go through my own little spiritual journey and I came out of it no longer believing in the truth claims of the LDS church. That was a difficult year for us. That, that was, was our really, dark year. That was a dark year. I remember when we first got married, there was like a little old lady who said, I can tell you the good years and the bad years. And I thought, that's weird. Like, why would you have an entirely bad year? And this 2017 was an entirely bad year. That was a tough one. That it was, was a, a really one. hard one. So that's right. That's the advice I give now to everyone who gets married. Right. And you you're going to have bad years. You're going to have bad years. Papa Martinelli's or a champagne, depending on if you're LDS or not at the, at the new year. <laughs> and we'll see what happens January 1st. Because what happened at the beginning of 2018. Yeah. So tell it. Yeah. Tell everyone what led to marriage on a tightrope, how that got started. Sure. So there was an experience that we had where I hadn't told my family, I hadn't told any of my friends what was going on. I think that um, when you are in a struggle in your relationship, it's for me, it was more natural to just sort of like figure it out and come to a conclusion. And then we would tell people. But it also meant that I was very, very lonely and I didn't have anyone to talk to. There weren't any resources that I could find at the time. And that just left me in a really dark place. And I was having a conversation with a leader in our church and he was really trying to help me. And he, I said to him, can you think of anyone 
and the the whole area that we live in that you're over, can you think of anyone that would be able to talk to me about this? Because I don't know anyone in a mixed faith relationship. The only people I had heard of were people that were divorced and um, I wanted to stay in my marriage and because we still had a very loving relationship. And he thought for a minute and I said, if you need to take some time to think about it and come back to me, that's fine too. And after a few like kind of awkward moments, like minutes just sitting there, he said, nope, there's no one that you can talk to. And that was, I think that that's what like kind of fueled me to to think, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I I thought to myself, there has got to be more than just us going through this. And it's either because one, people are lying about it because they feel shame around it, or they don't, they don't have a community to turn to, or uh, that they are just silently slipping out, transitioning out, because there's just no support. So that's when I went to Alan and Alan had had some experience in uh, doing podcasts. I did a janky <laughs> video game podcast with my brother. You did make up your own songs. We did over a hundred video game based parody <gasps> songs Why? of which two are are worth mentioning on this, on this podcast. Why are we even like, you haven't done that yet. Why haven't you written a parody song for us? Yeah. A marriage parody song. Hey, let's joke about trauma. Next up, I'll write a song about my dead dad. That, that's going to go well. I mean, you well. did write one about your dead dad, and he performed it at his funeral. Good point. Touche. You win. Okay. Anyway, going back to what I said. So I said to Alan, hey, let's, what if we like did a podcast? And I wasn't expecting anything from it, but I don't, from there, it kind of just skyrocketed. It did. We, found an audience very quickly and it was overwhelming in very good ways yeah. immediately we found our our email box marriageonthetightrope.gmail.com uh just inundated with other mixed faith couples saying almost exactly the same thing every single time and we still get this email to this day i cannot believe and i cannot be so, i'm so thankful i found you i thought we were the only ones yeah and so like Katie's entire reason for doing this so that others wouldn't feel alone, we that was validated within minutes of releasing our first episode. And the entire purpose of the podcast was just to tell our story. Like that is really what we wanted. We weren't looking to make new friends. We weren't looking to build a community. Yeah. But what happened is that because of all these people reaching out, we realized the map outside of Utah as well is in and the US is just peppered with these couples that think they're the only ones. And so not long after we launched the the audio podcast Marriage on a Tightrope, we started a Facebook group called Marriage on a Tightrope. We're always late to the game because I think it was like a year or two after. It was. It was like a year later. We were like, oh, I think maybe we should do this. It was and like an Instagram and then, oh, maybe we should do a Facebook group. That's right. We made a MySpace page. Um, no, we didn't. No, we so didn't. we, yeah, I don't think you can make those anymore, mm. but we did make a Facebook group and the, the membership of that group ballooned very quickly and, uh, is still alive and very, very active today. And you can join that group if you're in a mixed faith marriage and need some support that, that group in and of itself is super, super impressive and not because of us. It's right. because it has 
blossomed into a bunch of mini communities, which is where it's at, because geographically you need to find people that are close to you so that you can go and like go to dinner and talk to someone that that understands you. I can't tell you how many times we've talked to couples where we literally don't know their full names, but we know how they handled alcohol in their marriage. But it's just, it happens so quickly because you can get into it because you have this shared experience. Uh, that Facebook group spawned other mini groups like I talked about, uh, but also uh, Marco Polo groups, which are extremely active to this day for every cohort of belief and non-belief and whether you are the husband or the wife in in the marriage uh the men's non-believing group for lack of a better term is the most active of them all and it's so cool to that's see that's what he thinks well yeah that's a good actually point. the women i shouldn't say that and it's not a competition we're glad that both are super super <laughs> active because uh you, you just it's it's so healing to hear other people talking about something that you're going through even if it's a difficult thing and so that was one of the things that we saw right away is the need for community and through the Facebook group, through Marco Polo, through a lot of different avenues, these people have been able to meet and to form friendships and groups and retreats. And it has all been driven by them, but uh, we get to facilitate that. And it has been completely rewarding to do that. And our, we're not just in our own little Mormon bubble, as we would say. Yeah, that's a good point. We do, we have expanded out and we have groups of Jehovah Witnesses that have joined us, evangelicals. Just if anyone is in a mixed faith space, they have been able to find us. And what are some of the ways that they found us? I think that there's like a list of things that we've done. Yeah, I mean, there's there's everything from a uh, New York Times article that we were interviewed for, and we've gone to different conferences and spoke. We've been on a number of different podcasts and interviewed on the Mormon Stories podcast, the Mormon Discussions podcast, uh, Listen, Learn, Love with Richard Osler. I provided the audio uh, narration for uh, the book Bridges, Ministering to Those Who Question. Um, by I David Osler, the Osler brothers like us apparently, and because uh, they've hosted us a few times. And uh, on the Sunstone podcast, Katie, you are on the Still Rowing podcast, which is a very popular podcast. Yeah. Um, take three. Is that what another one? What's the take three and 30? Three and 30 podcast. The three and yes, 30 podcast. I was also on that. That's right. So we've just been able to to branch out and and really find people through a bunch of different methods. And now a lot of our followers have nothing to do with Mormonism at all, which is great to see because that kind of leads to why we have gone this route to go the video route is because we want to keep finding those specks on the map that think they're alone, but they're not. They're not. They need to find a community. Right. And we're just trying to provide one of them. Right. And um, in addition to the community, we have, we put together a course for mixed faith marriage. And it's a six week course with a therapist that we run and we've done nine sessions. Is that right? Yeah, Over 200 couples have been through the course. Right. And um, one of the best things about the course is the couples get to know one another and again, make the connection. It's very healing to hear other people's stories, to see how people are doing their marriage and sort of um, how they can work through their own differences and difficulties in their communication styles, 
in the way they practice religion, um, especially coming from these high demand religions where <laughs> it can literally um, change the way your whole family operates. And so it's really, uh, it's been really near and dear to our hearts to put our heart and soul into this community and just these projects with people. You know, we receive constant um, emails and messages on, on social media about how people are needing community. They're, they're finding that they no longer are in the same place that they used to be, and they are trying to navigate that. And this is the space that we've provided for that. That's right. You know, I think about what you want out of a channel like this and why we are doing it, what to expect moving forward on this channel. And on our audio podcast, we've, we have 135 episodes and there's everything yes. from interviews to here's how we handled this very specific thing. And we're going to do so all like of that. Just me crying the just whole to, episode. Yeah. And there's not even words spoken. It's just her it's sobbing. It's just me sobbing. It's not good. Actually, not it's actually. very cathartic for some of you. <laughs> <laughs> Press play and cry with Katie. You need you need a friend to cry with. Here we go. That's right. So uh, that all of that is going to be included, and we will be getting into interviews. But really, what we want to do to start this podcast or this uh, YouTube channel, rather, is to share with all of you the tools that we've learned that have helped us in our marriage. Mm -hmm. We want to go over those specific things that we have found the most helpful some of which we did not do well at first uh and maybe that's why never we're, did well that's why we're the best example is because because <laughs> we screwed up we so made much. we literally made <laughs> yeah. all of the classic mistakes that's right that you do when you're in this i killed a guy so well i wouldn't say that's a classic mistake i'm kidding I'm but kidding. he lived <laughs> It was our child. It, that's, that's well. We have four. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, but yeah, we have learned a lot. So, tools is what we want to share with you for the first ten plus episodes. We also want to expand past that. We have access to incredible therapists, incredible um, experts in their field to help and share with you something that could potentially help um, you and your partner. And um, all, the other thing that I wanted to say is that, you know, we have wanted to branch out into something like a little bit different too. I know y'all have seen react videos and some of them are kind of cringy. I will promise that we will not be, well, we might be cringy. Well, I think we're, we're gonna... we've already proven that we're comfortable <laughs> with being cringy. I think the purpose of no doing shame. some of those react videos is going to be how do people that think very differently from one another, um, digest and talk about media that is on a touchy subject. Right. So the happy, shiny people is a, is a show that just came out and I may tie that to the faith of my upbringing more readily than Katie does. And how do we kind of broach those conversations? Yes. Uh, dear God, it's me, Margaret. Is that what it's called? Mm. Is an, is a mixed faith movie. I think that just came out. Or hello God or something about God and something it's about Judy Womb book. Anyway, anyway, we just watched it and it was it was cute. so good. And yes, so really we've gone to the point where we we're able to have a healthy communication about things that we do not agree on. There are things that we absolutely are in step with, but there's also things that we 
um, aren't. And so those are those are the types of things we would like to share share with you because there are ways to go about it respectfully. That's right. We will get you all of the information about our upcoming retreats and workshops in future episodes. This episode, we wanted it to be pretty short and sweet to the point about why we're doing this, who the H we are. That stands for heck, by the way, not not hell. Oh, oh, some it. of those some of those values, Alan, actually usually swear. So I do. I love honest. swearing. That's one of the, my favorite parts of deconstructing. But anyway. <laughs> We'll get there into are plenty a different of people episode. out there that swore beforehand. I want. I do want to keep this not being uh, marked as for adults only, but I did say genitalia already. Now I've said it twice. Twice, it. Alan. Okay. <clears throat> Let's end the podcast. The podcast before we uh, we get into too much more trouble. <laughs> but uh, please like the video, hit the subscribe button, follow us on this journey so that we can keep producing this content for you. Uh, we're excited to get started on the more visual part of marriage on a tightrope. And thanks for Wait, following us. Those more that, visual. That have, this is the more, this camera's working. Oh yes, more visual. It's, I'm thinking like we're gonna transform the way we look while we do it too. I have a wig that I got for work. I could wear the wig one episode. Anyway, we're going off the rails. Thank you for <laughs> listening and thank you for watching. Comment below, hit like and subscribe. <laughs>